how it feel when only person who can stop you is the man in the mirror. When you look down at your wrist and you see money. When you look at your shoes and you see money. When that scarf on your neck means money. Burberry scars, stripping Perry on. Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars. $100,000 sports cars, silk massage, menage a trois. Yes, I've been a boss. Burberry scars, stripping Perry on. Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars. $100,000 sports cars, silk massage, menage a trois. Caught me mid chug. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Rewind Wrestling Network proudly presents the number one show in Stanford, Connecticut, Jacksonville, Florida, Chicago, because, well, North Carolina! Parts Unknown and the Undead Realm. Welcome to the show that has won not one, but two awards for worst Instagram handle ever. Welcome to Top Rope Wrestling Talk. (laughs) And yes, boys and girls, it's me, it's me, not DDP, but the greatest prediction champ in podcast history. I am the producer, the soundboard, by God extraordinaire, the jack of all trades, the master of absolutely none, your friendly (laughs) neighborhood psycho, the one and thankfully only D-O-L. Oh, you're trying to get me excited already, damn! I am. It's good to have another ECW mark in the in the in the, in the room with us. It's Always. good to have all this shit coming up. I'm hyped. Let's fucking go! Mm. And joining me, as pretty much usual, is the first lady of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. She is the ninth wonder of the podcasting world because we don't treat her like a woman. Since Bruce can't argue, but we don't treat her like a man. <laughs> we do not. The whole ass vibe. Latina heat herself. Grandma Wendy. Dom was ready for that one with the shirt. I, I came prepared this time. That's what's and, up. And since since High Class had a hard-ass week, he had a bow-out last minute. But we are happy to welcome kind of the fourth, the honorary fourth member of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. <laughs> he is also the co-host of the Circle of Debate podcast. He is also the host of the Wrestling DeLorean. He is a member of the League of Extraordinary Podcasts. He is... A member of the Lords of Gotham, which makes some dope-ass hip-hop, if you remember the last Thank time you. you came on. Thank you. He takes you through wrestling history, whether it be then, now, and hopefully forever. He is the one and only Mr. De Niro, my man, Mikey. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Wow, that went on a lot longer than I thought it would go. What's <laughs> <laughs> good, man? Glad to be back. Always love working with Top Rope. Let's go. Always love having you. Glad to have and you back, love, my guy. 
I always love seeing David Blaine drop comments before we even get on and keep us keep us in keep us in the loop with SmackDown as we preview all these things tonight because we have a lot to talk about. He's already told us about the Viking rules match or weaponry match or uh, no submission, no disqualification, no count out. First guy to die loses. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the updates for sure. But obviously, we've got SmackDown going on right now. We've had a crazy week. And I figured we start with just a little bit of news from around the world of wrestling. I think it was maybe two days ago the reports started coming out that Braun Strowman could possibly be returning to WWE. He could be back on Raw as soon as this Monday. Mm-hmm. And since she was the first one to make a noise, <laughs> I'm going to let her chew and then I'm going to ask Grandma, how would you feel about Braun Strowman returning to a main roster at this point? Legitimately indifferent. They didn't do much with him before. Right. He was very. They, they booked him very gimmicky. So what are they going to do with him now? I, you know, I have to wait and see how they what treatment he gets this time around before I can say I'm like, yeah, or fuck it. You know, I don't give a shit. Honestly, <laughs> not a single fuck. He took control of his narrative and it circled right back around to WWE. Good for fucking you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah. I, I find it hard to argue, but I'm going to reserve my judgment and I'm going to pass the mic to Mike. How do you feel about Braun Strowman's possible return? I'm right there with Wendy. I'm, I'm indifferent. I mean, as long as he's not like flipping trucks and shit, I'm with it. Whatever. What's good, Kofi? What's good, Dirty Heels? And I saw Ivan in the chat, too. Shout out to We the live, ball. baby! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up to Kofi and TJ and David and Ivan nice. and Peter? All our what? friends are tuning in tonight. This is amazing. So good to have you. I mean... All right, I'm going to I'm going to do a slight fourth wall break for those of you who might not have seen or for some reason at this point aren't following us on social media. There's a post about a week ago before any of this came out where um my man Frank from Jofo in the Ring had asked what everyone thought about Braun Strowman because he had him on the show. I mean, it's a big get. I get it. And honestly, my response was like I really dug him at first when he was the monster among men, when he was tipping ambulances and throwing guys around and doing all this crazy shit. You liked when he was After tipping ambulances? That, love that shit. I thought that shit I was so it. stupid. Like, yeah. That was some Zeus type shit from No Holds Barred. I was feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But now you want to talk hokey, see everything after that. We're like, he's winning tag team titles with a seven-year-old. He's getting slimed like he's on Nickelodeon. I mean, he got booked like a fucking joke. I tried to be yeah. nice. And I said, just generally, everything after that point was kind of like, meh. And he responded to me. He actually responded to me, and his response was, nice try, kid. Think you need to go home and learn how to use Twitter. Bro, I'm older than you. Respect your elders, Braun. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to get technical, I was in wrestling before you. (laughs) So... Yeah, I know it's a new... I know it's a new regime, and I know I've been sitting here saying, like... These comebacks with Triple H, you know, the sky's the limit. 
what the hell do you do with Braun Strowman at this point? Do you just keep putting him in matches with Omos to see who's bigger and better? And the answer will be no one? I, got, I, I don't know why they can't properly book these big guys. Like, they just, it's like they don't know what to do with them. it. Yeah, pretty much. So, my like, answer is kind of like Wendy's. Have, they can have eight big guys in the room and they still won't book them right. They won't even like have them fight each other. Just be like, you're partnering with a child, you're eating <laughs> shit, and you're falling on your ass somewhere. Do it. Right. What the hell? And you're yeah. going to be a ninja again. <laughs> Like, what do you think well, this? That was some shit. Yeah, we liked it. But, you know, uh, my answer is very similar to Wendy's, where it's like, I'm kind of indifferent. But that shit, like, I, I didn't even attack this man. I just said, like, I enjoyed him at first, and then the rest was kind of meh. Mm-hmm. He sounds real insecure. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a, a little, little bit of an insecure moment. I mean, I've had people say worse shit to me, and I've literally just said, do you, and moved on with my life. Yeah. I don't even bother responding. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. So I just See, fucking suck. I don't give a shit. <laughs> do you know why, Grandma? Do you know why? Because we're grown-ups. Because I don't give a shit. <laughs> we're not overgrown. We're grown up. <laughs> I guess. Difference. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. He said, wait. there." Kofi says, wait, there's an upside. He called you kid. <laughs> he called you kid. <laughs> I mean, I think I look good for my age. I don't know if I look like a kid, but <laughs> oh, well, considering his hair, he's got like the look my grandpa had from most of the '90s with this gone and just this right here. Yeah, you're definitely doing a better job. Maybe that's what he's hating because I still have all this. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it wasn't meant from a place of hate, but when you want to come at me like that, that's why I do this. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you, if you want to hate, we, we can hate. I mean, shit, he had all his hair until the love you, Adam. <laughs> yeah, this body's fueled by broken skull, nothing else, okay? <laughs> yeah. What was it? What was it Dax Shepherd said? Uh Dax Harwood, sorry. Uh look at my gut. I ain't running. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my gut? I ain't running nowhere. <laughs> that was amazing, by the way. Line. Great line. Oh. Grandma from the nineties, she's on fire. NBA jam for <laughs> She's on par. I remember that shit. I love that game. All right, all right. So the next piece of news that we had was a little more recent, but uh, I think it was yesterday, maybe that it, it was it was brought to light that Bobby Fish's contract is not going to be renewed. We don't know if Tony made the, the decision or if Bobby just said, "Yeah, I'm out of here." It's it's interesting in a way because I feel like Bobby's got some options, but I don't know if they're the options he thinks. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave it there. At this time, I'm gonna let Mike chime in. What do you talk to me about Bobby's apparently apparent departure, and where do you where do you see him going from here? I don't know. I mean, first, it's a shame if we don't get Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. And now, if Bobby Fish is leaving, we probably won't be getting that matchup. But yeah. Bobby Fish, you know, he. I don't know if he's going to be picked up by the WWE. I know he put out that line that said he would go to war for Triple H. Yeah. But Bobby Fish, as a singles guy, even in the black and gold NXT, wasn't much. He was just a big part of the Undisputed Era. So I don't know if he gets lost in the shuffle, shuffle if he goes to WWE. So I think that mm-hmm. at most, 
he'd probably be an impact or MLW, but I, I don't think yeah. that he's going back to WWE. I think that he sees an opportunity because he worked with Triple H in the past, but I don't think that that's an option for him right now because they're bringing a lot of people back, but they're bringing in people back who had at least hype or had some type of buzz in right. NXT gold, black and gold, or on the indies. So no disrespect to Bobby Fish because I'm a fan. I've been a fan for a while. Oh, I, I just don't think that him as a singles in WWE is going to work for him. Unless they bring him back to NXT and they have him partner with Roderick Strong, that would be different. I think that's that would be something too. that will work. That's what I was thinking too. I mean, I, I do. I, I will say I do love Bobby Fish because I – you know I love Bobby Fish when my son walks around the house singing Red Dragon's music. <laughs> when he's walking around the house going, reason. I'll give you a reason. <laughs> a great theme song. And it's so cute when he fucking sings it, man. I got to record it, but he's camera shy. Do you all think his lackluster singles run is like because of how it was handled or just him, how he is in general? Like, Overall, as a wrestler, personality, oh. character, etc. That's, oh, that's a good question. I mean, he has good mic skills, and mm-hmm. he's a great yeah. wrestler. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he has the character that would make people truly invested. So that's that could good. be a part of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I'm literally sitting here, and I'm still grinding out my brain. I'm like, damn it. Hey, that's pretty good. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, You know what I think it is? Because... If you go back through Bobby's career, whether it was ROH, NXT, even even AEW, he was never really pushed as a solo guy, ever. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know, when he got to when he got to ROH, he had a couple little singles matches when he first showed up, and then he and Kyle Kyle, uh, and Kyle Ford Red Dragon, rest is history. Mm-hmm. And then he showed up in NXT, but he showed up in NXT with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. And then, of course, he was probably what like second guy to come through the door in AEW after Adam yeah. Cole if i remember correctly i mean even if but you then, go as far back as his pro wrestling noah days before ring of honor that was eddie edwards partner like he always eddie. had a partner it wasn't like he and when he did have his singles run in like evolve and in dragon gate usa it wasn't anything special and it was just another guy who had a cool martial arts style but nothing that we haven't already seen yeah and Kofi's not the first one to say this, though. Fish, if Fish is boring, that's that. <laughs> if it wasn't for you, we, nobody would remember. Well, I think you know. I, I would have remembered him from Red Dragon, but that's just yeah, me. Yeah, I was a big Red Dragon fan in Ring of Honor. I was a big ROH Red Dragon mark back in the day, so I would have remembered that. But but uh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like mainstream, you're that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, there, that's part of it. But I think, you know, it's just he's never been the guy that stands on his own. He's yeah, not the agree. guy that's going to, you know, super kick his tag team partner through a barbershop window. He's the guy that's going to follow his partner to another promotion. I feel like he had the most personality in ring of honor because I remember he had like his own talk show. He had, it was called the fish True. tank. Mm-hmm. He was building a character and he had the most personality there. NXT. We really didn't see him. He was a background character for the undisputed error. And then, in AEW, he's just been there. He he does things with Adam Cole and the Undisputed Elite, but nothing yeah. that people are talking about. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, Sean, that was a good time to pick up on Bobby Fish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, especially against Shibata. That man is a fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> 
New Japan's Edge. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I wish him the best of luck. And like Mike said, I, I think his best bet would be probably go back to, I guess, 2.0 and, and form a tag team with Roddy and kind of run with the diamond mine. If they're interested, that's that's the big key. Like, is that yeah, a, he, he's saying, know. oh, I would go to war for Triple H, but would Triple H go to war for you? See, that? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Just because you want to go back doesn't mean you're going back. So I don't know. I, I feel like why pick him up? I mean, he's. I think he's like in the tail end of his career. He's been wrestling for a long time. He was supposed to retire two years ago, he said, and then now he's still wrestling, but he's not nobody. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like he could enhance talent. He's going to enhance talent in NXT if he is picked up by NXT, but I don't know. I just feel like he'll be another guy on the roster. That's what, that's what um, Chris Johnson said. He said, Bobby Fish could come back to NXT possibly as a coach. How much, does he have in the tank with all the injuries he's accumulated? Mm, yeah. Fair question. Fair question, my man. Fair question. And the answer is, I don't really know, but yeah, as a coach, he'd be damn good. And, and, and I know we always say, you know, the vibe coach, but I'm picking up that vibe completely. I don't think Bobby's mm-hmm. that guy either, mm-hmm. but it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up, whether it be in ring coaching, which promotion, what he plans to do. I was really looking forward to that. Like, Civil war between the elite Me and too, the yeah. undisputed elite. Yeah, that would have been now, awesome. And now we're just not like Kenny comes back and Bobby's like deuces, right? <laughs> and I, I know I said it before, but like honestly, I think a good fit for him would be MLW. MLW is known for like their hybrid style, yeah. and they have other wrestlers. He was who... damn good in MLW before he went to AEW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I mean, I could see him restarting his feud with Davey Richards and doing stuff with him, and mm. I wouldn't be mad at that. No, Mm-mm. I mean, I guess they could always move him and Roddy over to NXT Europe. They'd kind of fit in over there. I mean, yeah. They are going to need stars. Speaking of NXT Europe, before we get there, we're going to be hitting Worlds Collide tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, every now and then I laugh when I pull off a good segue. I apologize. <laughs> That's actually a pretty banger card, like, I'll be I'll be totally honest. As pandemic kicked in and you know NXT UK kind of fizzled and came back, I kind of lost track of it a little bit. I've been watching a little more recently, and I'm kind of sad to see him go. But NXT Europe does make a little bit more sense. <laughs> yeah, because you know it, it's kind of like saying the All Atlantic title, but you got guys from like Japan coming to fight for it, and you're like, but they're not on the Atlantic. So yeah. now you got these other promote like Miko is there. You're talking Europe, like she's or UK. She's the not. longest reigning champion <laughs> is someone from Austria. Exactly. So it's like <laughs> I, I always felt like it should have been NXT Europe because UK is putting them in the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even Regal said like UK was meant to be not just like UK wrestlers but European wrestlers in general. Mm-hmm. Was, like you know, yeah. it was meant to showcase these guys. And who are we to argue with with Lord Regal? Lord Regal. I feel like I have to curtsy every time I say Lord Regal. Your grace. <laughs> my lord. My lord. But yeah, you, gotta I mean, say, it... you gotta say my lord because we're trash. My lord. <laughs> my lord. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's cool that we have a that we have a card like that's all unification matches. I'll, I'll start yeah. here. Like, scale of one to ten. How excited are you for 
when worlds collide. I'll say, Grandma, mm. let me get, let me get your talk to me first, and then we'll go. I mean, you. legit, I don't watch enough NXT to be like, oh, it's a fucking ten, like it's gonna be a banger. <laughs> like, it's fair. I don't fucking watch it. I'm just watching it because I fucking love wrestling. So I'd say about like that, maybe, that is also fair. Maybe like a six because I don't know what the fuck I'm walking into, but I love wrestling, so I'm I'm excited to watch wrestling. So yeah, I'm gonna go with a six. I'll be honest. Okay. Who okay. am I to yeah. I, I I'll be honest. Before a few weeks ago, when I started to really like binge watch it again, I was sitting at like a five, <laughs> and now I'm probably up to like a seven. Okay. So there's okay. some there's some there's some decent shit on this uh, on this card, and it's gonna be interesting to see who the, all the unified champions end up being. We'll talk about that a little bit, but. It it just looks it just looks dope and it's a nice way to kind of go out with the old of NXT UK and then come back in with the new of NXT Europe and yeah I'm even I think my my real excitement is to see how they work NXT Europe and 2.0 together like is it still going to yeah. be completely separate the way the other two were or are they going to kind of blend them together starting with when worlds collide mm-hmm. um, Mikey what's your excitement level on, on this for this show. I'd say a seven two. Um, I feel like out of the three major cards this weekend, this may be number three that I'm most excited for. So, I mean, that's no like knock at the card because I think that the card is dope. I'm really looking forward to Ricochet and Carmelo Hayes. I think mm. that Tyler Bate and Braun Breaker is going to put on a good matchup, and that three way women's matchup is going to be a banger. But yeah, I mean, I just feel like. Out of everything that we got this weekend, we have a lot of matches to watch this weekend. If this was next weekend, I might have been a little bit more excited. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I got to say, I, that three-way match, I don't know, uh, for the women's title, I don't know who to pick. Because it's like, I, I don't want to say Mandy, because I'm hoping, I'm kind of hoping that Mandy and Toxic Attraction end up on a main roster after they got their foot in the door and yeah. kind of look good doing it and then, you know, an unexpected injury. Back on the main roster. But I love Miko. So I love Miko Sadamura. That woman is amazing. Legend. And then, of course, we have Blair Davenport, who is the artist formerly known as B. Priestley, who I've loved since long before AEW. Like, that woman is badass. So I don't even really care who wins. I just want to see the fight, and I might want to see Mandy move back up and be this Mandy on a main roster because Trips would let her. Yeah. This wouldn't mm-hmm. be Finn Balor Part 2, where he does all this different shit in Black and Gold, and then when he comes back... He's the same fucking Finn Balor he ever was. <laughs> that was disappointing. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely I'm looking forward to Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet. I know it's just it's the North American title match at a UK show, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that, one should, that one should be interesting. And I it, was it on was it on Top Rope or was it elsewhere that somebody commented something about Ricochet and his time as Prince Puma in Lucha Underground and how fucking fantastic he was in it? And some asshole was, was like, "Everybody's mic skills, really? Fuck the mic skills, okay? Like you can get you can get like a fucking fucking manager, valet, some some other person. To you can get somebody to talk for you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. There but there is certain wrestlers where they talk in the ring, and that's it. Exactly. Like one of those. His in-ring work when allowed to do what he does is oh my god, amazing. His wings have been terribly clipped here at the E, so I'm just hoping with the new leadership, they're going to let that bird fly. He, that peacock needs to fly. Let him <laughs> they're fly. Slowly, they're slowly <laughs> starting to like let him get his wings back a little bit yeah, in, the, in the last few weeks. To do his shit. 
They're growing. Hopefully, slowly. they'll unleash Osprey, him completely. Didn't Osprey had some like major spot matches, and it was just spot, 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 spot. But those were damn good, though. Like especially the first one, super memorable. And you're like, oh shit, you remember that? That shit was crazy. That's when he needs to be allowed to do himself. <laughs> yeah, that that best of the super juniors, I believe it was. In yeah, I love it. yeah, that was insane. It was amazing. I've been saying this is why we need Mama Cita for president. She just loves wrestling. Do, man. Yeah. I'd, I'd vote for her. And we all too. just love no, pro wrestling. Yeah. I do. <laughs> That's why we're covering all these shows. Because I do. <laughs> I love that shit. And Pepsi Phil is in the building. I hope you're feeling better, man. Hello, slap nut. Hola, <laughs> slap nuts. Hello from the underground. Uh... The, the president of the Hornswoggle Appreciation Society. Yes, has. Hornswoggle. <laughs> Swaggle. <laughs> oh man. Who so so I wanna know, and I guess I'll start with Mikey. Who, who do you think takes both titles in the main event? The unit the United Kingdom champion Tyler Bate going up against NXT champion Braun Breaker. I think Braun Breaker's gonna win just because like that's their golden boy right now. He's getting a lot of, of the build, and I feel like we are going to eventually get Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker, and that's going to be like the biggest main event oh. for NXT 2.0. Oh. But you have to keep Braun Breaker hot. He can't lose his title now. So I think he's going to win. Oh. But I hope that we see Tyler Bate every week on NXT 2.0 at least because he's a great wrestler, and I don't want him to just like sit around until NXT Europe comes out. So he the loses his title, but he sticks around. Okay. The I thing that's it- interesting – Oh. Grandma, go. Oh, no, I was just going to say real quick. I've seen it suggested that, um, uh, what's his name? Pete Dunn and, and, and Tyler Bates should be reunited on the main roster. Like, oh took that butt shit out, put these two back together, and let them. I mean, Pete has together. been teasing us on social media. Like, mm-hmm. It's coming add, back. And add Trent Seven to that, too. Trent Se- oh, British Strong yes. Style yeah. on the main roster. Is he still wrestling? Because I haven't seen him lately. I think he's injured right now. I think he was injured okay. and before he was in a feud with uh, Tyler Bate, and then yeah, I, I think when that. they uh, what's called he got injured, and now I guess with- yeah, it's just it's so mind blowing because like if you think about it, Tyler Bate was like NXT UK's golden child for the longest time. Yeah, first champion, and now he's going up against NXT 2.0's golden child. <laughs> Yeah, and it's yeah. like Papa H can only pick one. <laughs> He's like, but I found them both. <laughs> Who's gonna be dad? <laughs> Mom, who's your favorite child? Like they always give you some bullshit answer of I love you all the same. You just exactly your own Not my mom. gifts and you each have something to offer. It's like, no, Ma, be real. Be real. Who's well, your fucking favorite? In my mom's defense, there were six kids, but but five of them were from, five of them were from a different mother. So she mm. went, "Who's my favorite kid?" Of course, it's the one I had. <laughs> Fuck these other bastards. <laughs> yeah, see, she had she had choices. My mother, all three of them, yeah. were all her. So she's like, "You all bring special gifts to the table." <laughs> I'll talk to you later, Kofi. Love you too, man. Bye, Kofi. Take care, man. Don't work too hard, bro. <laughs> Who's going to tell Grandma Wendy the peacocks can't fly? Haven't you tell Mark Wahlberg that? You going to tell Mark Wahlberg? Because he's the one you gotta tell him. Fly. Yeah. What? Oh, sick Wahlberg. And in the end of that movie, there was a flying peacock. There was a flying peacock. peacock. Yeah. Right before the credits. Peacock. <laughs> Don't lie to me, Phil. I've seen it. That was not CGI. That was real, by the way. Mm-hmm. That was actual footage. <laughs> they just happened to catch it. They're like, oh, shit. 
Look up. Oh, oh shit, there's a peacock flying. Throw camera two. Camera two, camera two, get on it. Cameraman was enthralled. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there, there, there's some wild stuff. Like uh, we, we are somehow getting Chance and Carter defending the NXT Women's Tag Championships against Dewdrop and Nikki Ash. Your boy Cameron Cross is coming out. Oh, I love that man. Oh yeah, he he has his uh, debut tonight, right? Well, his and, debut. The butt. Yeah. It, it is his debut. Carrion Crush didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it, we talked about Pete Dunn already. Wouldn't this be the perfect time to bring back, like, Piper Niven and Nikki Cross for this tag title match? Yeah, the name Dewdrop sucks. And Nikki ASH, come on. Enough of that Vince McMahon shit. Like, like we're over it. Oh, but t- Nikki Ash was her idea. Oh, well, then. To still, be fair, enough of that Nikki Ash. Shit. It's still a bad idea. I'll say <laughs> yeah, it I mean, now. I said it then. I'll not say not all it ideas are good ones. No, 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 no. But <laughs> no. I'm not going to credit Vince with that bad idea. <laughs> Chris, good <laughs> lord, Scarlet. <laughs> He's dead ass. Don't get the last one right I'm now. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Scarlet has that effect on people. She comes down that ramp, and you. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> But it should be a good card. I'm pretty excited about it. And of course, then we, then, then we lead directly into Clash at the Castle, which has kind of rounded out nicely now that I'm looking at it. Like, like Bercy was talking about, there's not a match on here I'm excited for. I'm like, really? <laughs> it's a pretty stacked show to me. <laughs> me too. I think it's pretty stacked, yeah. I mean, if you weren't in on at least Riddle and Seth Rollins after that promo on Raw, yeah. <laughs> why don't we talk about your family, bitch? Hmm? Fucking like this. Come on. Oh, you're going oh, yeah. At least Gabba Gulak's getting TV time. Shovel. <laughs> that man was a monster on the fucking Indies. Mm-hmm. Talk about clipping wings, right? Shit. Oh yeah. Mm. Longest reigning. Somebody CCW needs to champion. let that. Somebody needs to let that cheesesteak eating peacock fly. I'm going to tell you right now. You're looking too bad. I mean, God damn. I might be wrong. I, I got to be, I got to be, go back to, you know, Seth Riddle. I got to be honest, like the, the original promo, I was like, wow, that was boring as fuck. And then they came back from commercial and all of a sudden I was like, what? I did, I did not expect them to go back to the, Is the this, interview between them. Answer me that. Was that PG? Because that didn't feel PG. Oh. <laughs> Man, that shit didn't even feel TV fourteen. That that was straight. Could you imagine TV like the MMA? Lion King and like, you know, you got like Scar talking to Simba, go like, let's talk about your family, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> your motherfucking father's dead, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that is not gonna happen. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, I, I I'll be honest, I was into it in the first place, but after that promo, I was like, oh, this needs to happen. Like now, forget forget the weekend. We need to do this yeah. right here. <laughs> now that that definitely got me hyped up. I was like, this this feels like ECW shit. Like I, I literally was just watching ECW hardcore TV for the podcast, and they're over here cursing up a storm. And then I mm-hmm. put on Raw from modern day, and there's F bombs, and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> this is the type of shit I like. I'm gonna fuck you up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but but it felt realistic when he was like, "Where are you? Where are you right now?" Like that felt realistic. Right? Where are you right you now? You know what I mean? Like, because like, what would you oh, say? Like, if you're in the same room, that, 
they did have that fight backstage. Was it afterwards or some shit like that? None of that. None of that looked like a work or nothing. That shit. Oh, the one nah. in the parking lot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit looked legit as fuck, and I was like, mm, someone crossed the line. Uh, I feel like just looking at the comments, I feel like we got to light a candle for Drew for Drew Gulak. It's just. Oh man, is it that bad? It it, it sounds that bad. Damn, Gulak's getting killed. Damn, <laughs> out the shovel. Someone pour out some liquor for Gulak. Uh, mm. Nah, this is too expensive. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know about that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry, Drew. I love you. I finally yeah. found them. Uh, uh, oh, did you? Yeah, in the oh, store over dope. here in Staten Island. So. You like them? The, I, I saw the IPA one. I haven't tried the American Lager one oh, yet, but oh. the IPA one's pretty good. Yeah, I need to try the lager myself, but yeah. I can't find it. I heard that the lager's not even in uh, what was called, the East Coast yet. No, nah, that's what I heard, too. Stone Cold, hit me up. I need the lager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're sponsor this man. Every week, we got the Broken Skull. Right? Sponsored by Broken Skull. I'd be so fucking happy. <laughs> lit. Okay, yeah, right. We were talking about Clash of the Castle. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think the match the match on the card that I'm dying for is the Intercontinental title match. I mean, Gunther yeah. taking on Sheamus. Like, Gunther's on his way up trying to bring prestige back to this title while Sheamus is going to be battling for the only championship he needs to become a Grand Slam champion. Yes. This is going to be a war. <laughs> and can you They're imagine the shit out of each other? Can you imagine what Seamus's chest is going to look like after a few Walter chops? You it's going to well be as sprinkle... red as his hair. You might as well just yeah. sprinkle some blood in some snow. That's going to be Seamus. Like he's he's already mm-hmm. like neon kind of. He's like neon white. <laughs> Add on to it the red. It's just going to be like oof, my guy. Oof. Calling it now, Gunther and Sheamus steal the show. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's the, I agree. it's a damn good possibility, Chris, Chris, Christopher. I don't know what to call it, Mister Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I can see, I can see this matchup being reminiscent of like the old WCW Fifth Finley versus Steven Regal matches, where they just yeah. go in there two like hard nosed Europeans that just beat the shit out of each other. I remember uh, they had one match on some WCW pay-per-view where Fifth Finley broke William Ringle's nose like on purpose oh, yeah, just because yeah. he punched it as mm-hmm. hard as he can in the nose. Like I can mm-hmm. see this matchup break it down to something like that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Speaking of Gunther's, Walter, stop fighting it. Let me love you. <laughs> <laughs> Cute evil kitties in the building. Goddamn I swear I would have I would have I would have absolutely put that woman on a pedestal. She named those kitties Juicy Usi One and Juicy Usi Two. <laughs> oh, they came pre-named, so you know. I didn't Damn, it. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! But that should be amazing. I mean, I I, I will say one thing, and it's just a critique because it hasn't happened yet, and I don't know if it will. I know they're having Edge and Plastic Knees versus the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day needs to win. Been real for a long ass time. The Kardashians are more real than his fucking knees. <laughs> the Judgment Day needs to win this one, and furthermore, Dom needs to turn and say, "I'm Eddie's son." <laughs> Dom just needs to turn. Period. He's been riding them coattails long enough. Like you know, 
everybody reaches a certain age when your parents are like, move the fuck out the house, but he's still on there. He's still there. I'm like, brother. Like, he's still like, nope, I'm not coming out the basement, dad. <laughs> this, is, this is the biggest difference, I think, between him and Hook. Hook is not riding Taz's coattails. Taz is there like, that's my boy, but he's not like teaming with him. He's not carrying him for everything. Yeah. He's, he's not, not wearing orange. <laughs> his own shit. Whereas right. fucking, what's his name? Dominic is like, me and daddy, we're tag team. We're going to do everything. Me and my daddy, me and my dad. Well, I live in the basement and daddy got me a job. <laughs> you saw him on Raw. He was like, I thought this was going to be a family thing. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Oh, I'll still come out and support you, Dad. No, he won't. <laughs> nah, he has his eyes on Rhea. Dom likes to be mm-hmm. Dom. That's gonna be his China to his let to his Latino uh-huh. heat. You already see he's got the mullet growing, just mm-hmm. like his real dad. That mullet been growing. <laughs> that shit started out like little itty bitty. Now it's down the back of his neck. It's been right. growing. But he has like, <laughs> a, he has cool. like a flat mullet, like that trucker flat mullet. He, he yeah, to spice yeah. it up like Eddie. He needs like the little yeah. part in the middle. <laughs> he needs to get some some, hello some, some fluff to it. Facts. Need some volume, bro. <laughs> Chris is cool. Mr. Johnson is my father. Well, I called you Mr. Johnson because you nasty. You always talking about women and shit. And I love it. I do too. It wasn't a father thing. It was more of a Janet Jackson thing. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, uh, it's it's it, it's it's gotta happen. It's got to fucking happen. How many pay-per-views has it been? Wendy, even Mike might know this because he's watched. How many pay-per-views have I said this turn needs to happen already? I feel like the he last needs four to at be least. Dominic Guerrero. He needs to say, I'm Uncle Eddie's son. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to fucking happen. This is taking longer than Julia Hart and the House of Black. I didn't think anything could. This, this that is was taking longer than Jay Carter and Athena. Oh, that too. But this is like the slowest heel turn. It is like, it, it, it oh, they're like, oh no, you thought, it, Dominic Guerrero's like, oh, you thought that turn was slow? Hold my beer. Oh, yeah. make it happen. <laughs> and and I, I, I gotta let her have her moment, please. Grandma, grandma. Talk yep. to us, enlighten us, and the wrestling universe out there. Who needs to walk away from Clash at the Castle with the SmackDown Women's Championship? Uh, Shayna Baszler, one and only. Oh my God, why are you even fucking asking this? What? Preach and elaborate. Why are you? <laughs> do I need to elaborate? Oh my God, what? Even even Walter is shook it. <laughs> What do you mean elaborate? I mean, come on. Liv Morgan doesn't even have a gimmick. What is she, sad e-girl? Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> is, like, mediocre at fucking best. Why are we celebrating mediocrity? Like, fucking give it to Shayna Baszler. God. I swear to God. It, it'll be coming out Monday, but we finally got to do the Rewind Wrestling Family Feud. Mm. And I did the survey, and one of the questions was, if, if you had to give one word to describe Liv's title run, what would it be? The number one answer was mediocre. Yes. It was said by 39 fucking people. God <laughs> damn. The number two answer was meh. <laughs> <laughs> two people said it was good. Are they high? Are you high? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think it's good. I just love, I love Liv. I mean. I think he was one of the okay. people. Who said I, might, I might be one of the people. <laughs> 
it's, it's moments like this. I wish I could do the rock one eyebrow, but my my eyebrows are one unit, so you get like like this consternation instead. Where's my sunglasses? Well, I told I told Dom the story. I, I did a podcast that was really like based around the whole Liv Morgan and uh, Becky Lynch match. I believe it was from day one earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. She actually reached out to me and said that she appreciated that I dedicated a podcast to her. So I thought that was cool. And then like, she's been like liking stuff ever since. So I feel like, Hey, I'll be loyal to you. That was a cool moment. You know what I mean? So shout out to Liv, but that's not saying that I don't think that she's going to die in this matchup against Shayna Baszler. So, you know what I mean? I appreciate I'm not saying she's going to die. I'm saying she's going to sleep. <laughs> a nice person, a good wrestler does not make. Let me be real. Let me just take Liv out of it for a second. It is a, well, not completely. I'm just going to put it like this. I feel like it's a crime that Liv Morgan got her hands on a title before Shayna Baszler. I, I'd after say that's everything Shayna did in NXT, after the way she debuted. The wrestlers, though, out of all the fucking women wrestlers there, Liv Morgan. Oh, but come on! Like you would, you would rather see Lacey Evans as or Dana Brooke? Like Liv Morgan is not at the bottom. Bottom, like come on! Like don't, don't put her all the way at the bottom. <laughs> no, the I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm putting her where everybody else says she is. But Mid. what do you say? I have all the women wrestlers there. Like yeah, there's definitely the people who are below Liv Morgan. <laughs> have anybody fucking else, man? Anybody. Mid. <laughs> You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta extend that eye. You gotta extend that mid. Mid. <laughs> and, and there's Peter with meh. <laughs> but he does ask a good question before we move on. He's is it wrong to say Logan Paul, Logan Paul, and Bad Bunny make better wrestlers than Dominic Mysterio? Yet he's been training longer. Yes, it's it's a hundred percent correct. Like a thousand. Percent. Okay. I was gonna say you're not entirely like, wrong. All of his little Puerto Rican heart into it, man. Like fucking, <laughs> fucking bad bunny. Hmm. I mean, you're not entirely wrong, Peter. Like these, like I, I'm not a fan of Logan Paul, but he, he can kind of work. I, I did not know Big Bunny from a hole in or Bad Bunny from a hole in the ground. You're missing until out until just before he debuted, and I saw, I heard his music. I thought it was dope, and then I saw him wrestling. I was like. How the fuck did you get this gun? <laughs> yeah, when he pulled out that Canadian destroyer, sure, I was like, all right, you got a fan of me. Right? I'm loves it. Nasty. He pulled out the baddest of bunnies, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like he really, he really fucking put all of himself in it. And that Booker T song is dope too. I had to do that for Wendy, of course, because that's her wafu and that's all I need to say about that. Yeah, that Booker T. I'm not a big fan of Booker T in general as a person, but that song's pretty good, though. That song is, that song that is pretty is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like that song a lot. I, I Did you guys like see the video with uh, G.I. Bro dancing in the back? Yes. <laughs> and on, like, tech vest, like the tech vest <laughs> and the camo right? pants. <laughs> oh, Booker T. Goddamn, dude. <laughs> all right. We got to we got to discuss this because either history happens or history continues. Um we have a WWE Universal Championship match. It will be Roman Reigns going going technically one-on-one with Drew McIntyre. And it could kind of be one-on-one because we're not even sure the Usos can get in the goddamn country. 
Yeah, at least Jimmy can't. And Lord knows Sammy's not on good terms with the bloodline right right now after Raw and Kevin Owens. So we might actually get a one-on-one match. The question becomes, who wins? And for the answer, I'm going to turn to Mikey first. (laughs) I don't think you're going to like this answer either, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say Roman wins. And that's just because I don't think that Right now is the time to take the title off of him. I think that there's someone better in the works than Drew McIntyre. And I love Drew McIntyre, even in his hometown. That atmosphere is going to be crazy for Drew McIntyre. And it was announced that he's going to be coming out to Broken Dreams, his old theme song that everybody's been begging for it to come back. So he's going to come out to that. So he's going to have like the ultimate entrance. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be like the atmosphere is going to be insane. But I don't see him... I don't see Roman Reigns losing the title here to Drew. I could see Roman losing it at WrestleMania. I think he's going to probably hold it until WrestleMania. I just don't see him losing it here. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Somewhat disappointing, but fair enough. (laughs) Devin got to me, goddammit. (laughs) Grandma, who do you think wins? Drew McIntyre, as we said on the league show, Woman Wayne's ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. No lie. At one point, Nick from Uni- from UW podcast, he was trying to talk about Roman Reigns, and he had a few. And all of a sudden, he's like, "I think Woman Wayne's," <laughs> and we just took it. Right <laughs> I think I even said they should open up like a wing stop or a wing joint called Woman's Wings. <laughs> oh my god, Woman's Wings. <laughs> Drew McIntyre and Elmer Fudd hat go be valley, valley quiet. <laughs> I'm hunting woman. Ah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Reclaim your time, please. Who do you think wins this this universal cha- sorry, undisputed that's universal that's WWE whatever they call it title match? It's a mouthful for sure. Sorry, I got distracted trying to fucking get this game going for my cat so he doesn't attack me. <laughs> Oh, Goddamn okay. evil cats. So, no, I think Reigns is going to win it. Like, there's no surprise there, honestly. Like, none whatsoever. It's 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 Reigns. Like, why are they going to why are they going to take it off now, especially like at a pay-per-view that it's not that big to be honest. Like, it's exciting cuz they haven't been there in a while, but nah, they're not going to take it off Roman yet. All right, I guess I'll be the one to say it. Now is the time. It really is. Roman's had it for two years. He hasn't shown up in six months. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean shit. The shit has gotten stale. And not only that, you're going into Cardiff for the first stadium show in 30 years. You've got the quote-unquote hometown guy coming back to his original theme music. And this is the guy who knocked off the last part-time champion. And carried them through the pandemic. And we already saw what that got John Moxley. To be fair, though, how many times have we seen people in their hometown actually fucking lose? That's like, true. All, all the time. All this fucking that stuff, is very true. All of this, like, hype and, oh, my God, it's going to be great. We're saying, in your hometown. Cleveland, San Antonio, Long Island, when, the fuck ever. And then, oh, shit, he fucking lost. He I'm fucking just saying, lost. 
He I'm came from the crowd. He kissed the babies. He high-fived the grandmas. Yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers, let's do this. The whole fucking state was on their feet. There was a goddamn riot in Philly. And ah, shit, he lost. <laughs> he fucking lost. Okay. Reclaiming my time. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's been a long time since you had a stadium show in, the, in anywhere in the UK. It's been a long time since they've been back to the UK on account of circumstances, mostly pandemic. This would be the moment to get to give these fans to bring them back into the fold. Like, hey guys, we're back. Your dude won. Lose your goddamn minds. You've been waiting for it. You deserve it. And the reason that I say it's stale, and and I kind of brought this up over the weekend on the league show, and it got cut off. But this is my show, so maybe I'll be able to get it out. I know the people out here throwing up these ones and talking about the bloodline and everything else. Mm-hmm. That's all well and good. I've seen it before. You know what the bloodline are? They were the elite before Kenny got hurt. Hot take. There are three yeah. guys draped in analogy. gold who started out with their issues on different sides of the fence, but when they all came together, they were unstoppable. Romans got Paul Heyman. Who's Kenny got? Don Callis. Don Callis. They're the exact same thing. They are a copy with a dynasty behind them. The only difference between the two was when Kenny started getting banged up, he went, you know what? We're done. I'm dropping the belts. I'm, I'm going home. I'm getting better. I'll be back. I've done everything I could do. I've taken it as far as I'm PWI number one. I've got three titles. The Bucks are, the Bucks are champs. This, is, this was great. We'll get back there one day. But right now, there's more important things to do. Roman, yeah, I'm hurt. I don't really want to be here. I'm still going to keep this title. <laughs> and those saying, oh, wait till WrestleMania and The Rock. There is no guarantee that The Rock will ever be back, boys and girls. I want him back. I want the real tribal chief to come back and take the head of the table. Peter it doesn't mean it'll happen. The man is a Hollywood legend. He owns his own football company. He's doing shit all over the place. You really think he wants to come back and take bumps? Fuck no. To what? Win a title and lose it a month later? Nah, eat shit. It's like, didn't I already help my cousin out enough by getting him in a movie? Now I gotta, yeah, now I gotta make his title okay. reign more interesting. Fucking over. He can eat shit and fuck off, honestly. <laughs> so this would be the perfect time to do it, and then you could start up that feud with Karrion Cross, and you could let Roman go and kind of take a break, kick back, heal up, get ready for whatever's coming. But beyond that, because at this point. We're talking about two years of Roman Woods Championship, and the Usos have had those belts for a minute and a half themselves. I will say, though. And at least with the Elite, when it started to get stale, they went, okay, here's Hangman, here's the Lucha Bros. We're stepping back, y'all. And it worked out pretty damn well, especially with Lucha Bros. I love that shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm with what Peter said. I have to agree with Peter. I would like to see Drew win, but I know that's not going to happen. But also, I don't want him to win because I want to see Reigns and Cross. I want to see where they take that. And then I want to see Cross take the title because that feels more legitimate and exciting because it's a new champion. Like, brand fucking new. New era, new champion. I'm not new saying star. Cross won't win a title. I'm well, saying he might end up taking it from Drew, who he attacked in the first place when he when he showed up. 
I think honestly, yeah. Cross is like, I don't give a shit. You got the title, that shit's mine. I don't fucking care who has it. I'm saying that, and I'm saying the bloodline. I've seen it before. They're the elite. Moving on. <laughs> Speaking of elite, we have one more pay-per-view to go, folks. And boy, is it a big fucking pay-per-view. It's like 14 matches. AW All Out consists of 14 matches. Yep. This shit could go on till Things two in the morning. Like- I, you know, it's you okay. Could- Monday's late today. I don't have to be in the office. I can stay up late. Shit. My wife's off Mondays anyway, so I really don't give okay. a fuck. <laughs> it's a win-win then. Yeah. I get to sleep in. I get to kick back. I get to order some wings. I get to watch de- a, a good pay-per-view. And uh, Eli Drake. I don't think do any of look- us. <laughs> I don't think any of us are in this boat. So I want to start. By addressing the people who sit here and ask the question, is it really worth $50? Yes. I mean, I think it is. I don't give a shit. Absolutely. Have you seen the card? You know how I know it's worth $50? That's what they charge. If it was worth more, they'd charge you more. If they thought it was shitty, they'd charge you less. They ain't. (laughs) What's that song on? Price was dead on the menu, yeah. What's that song that a lot of like small businesses use on Instagram and TikTok? It costs so much because it takes me fucking hours, fucking hours. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's all out. And it's not like you're not getting like four hours of and plus a pre-show. It's you're getting fourteen matches. If yeah. you if you got like six matches and it's like fifty dollars, then it's gonna be like. Not to mention, I'm not talking about the trips there. I'm not talking about SummerSlam, but how many pay-per-views on Peacock, if y'all are paying for it, did you sit here and go, God damn, I don't even want to see this shit. Right? How many months went by? How many months out of the whole year, out of all the pay-per-views, did you go, man, I don't even want to see this shit. So how much money did you waste there? Oh Oh, I get Peacock for free with my cable plan, so I, I don't have to waste nothing. So it's worth nothing to me to watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and even before that, like, I, I don't like the narrative that, oh, how could AEW charge so much? Because even before the network, WWE was right there charging $50 a fucking pay-per-view. Dude, so at, let's not act heyday, like, oh, this is AEW trying to be In their heyday, because I was paying... It, I was paying on satellite in my in their heyday. It was sixty five seventy dollars yep. easily, exactly. Easily. So that I hate the narrative that Tony Khan is being greedy here. And also, a lot of people don't even realize, right? If you do this off the cable networks, that AEW is not even getting all that money because in demand and all the other pay per view companies mm-hmm. are getting a cut. We're gonna get a percent. Fight TV is getting a cut. So yep. yeah, it's not fifty dollars that you're giving directly to the off. fucking company. And then they go off about, well, you know, you can get it in other countries for $15. And I'm like, in other countries, you have to pay to watch the weekly television show. And they also probably because pay it's for the not VPN to get it in another country. So yeah. is it really worth it? Who are you paying when you purchase that pay-per-view? You're not paying AEW directly. You're not paying no. Tony Khan directly. You're paying Fight. You're paying um, PR. You're paying everybody and their mother. But yeah. you're not paying mm-hmm. Tony directly. So. And they I, I just wanted to address that. Goes into the company also goes to everybody who works for the company. Goes to the talent, gotta, goes to the backstage people, goes to the makeup, goes to the ring guys, goes to mm-hmm. everybody. So tell me how be, trying to put bread and butter on people's t- tables is greedy. Oh, sorry. I got to be dead ass. Right I think Mikey would agree with me. When we, were in, when we were on that league show, I felt like we were outnumbered. 
we were sitting there talking about how excited we were. They were everybody was just like, oh, I know I a lot of people. Think. I can't a even imagine people... spending fifty dollars on this. I'm like, really? Yeah. Fifty dollars? I don't give a shit. Here's the thing: like I always say, like I'm not an AEW or a WWE hater or AEW and the WWE fan. I'm a wrestling fan, right? So I'm sure. when I call out shit that I don't like on AEW, everyone's like, "Oh, see, he's turned into a W hater." I'm like, no. Well, I'm no, just calling no. out what I don't like, right? Exactly. Like, it's called bashing. It's not like I'm sure we'll, we'll talk hate. about here. Like we'll talk about the main event. There's a lot that I feel like don't make sense in this main event, and we'll talk yeah. about that. But oh, we're getting I am into not, too. Yeah, I am not an AEW hater, so for sure, like I'm here to support AEW, and I love what they're no. doing. And just if having another any attention. If you paid any attention to Wrestling Delorean or anyone on this show, we say the same thing time and time again. We will bash anybody. Yep. And it doesn't come from a place of hate. It comes from them, A, deserving it, and B, because we want the shit to make sense, because C, we would like everything to be good. Exactly. Like, I want to sit here sense. and watch Raw and NXT and Impact and, and SmackDown and pay-per-views mm-hmm. and everything else. I want to, but if it don't make sense and it ain't any good, I'm not going to waste my fucking time. And what's funny is a lot of people a couple months ago were saying that I'm biased and just an AEW fanboy and I shit all we over WWE. That. And now it's like, oh, you're just a WWE fanboy. You're shitting on AEW. I'm like, although man, after last up. week, I think. Why? Because the fans are fickle. Exactly. Okay. Okay. You hit on a, you hit on a very accurate, a, a very accurate oh, response right there. Fans, some fans. Fickle. They're fickle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you can ask Ivan from Circle of Debate. Every time I had his backwards, it's because I'm trying not to be biased because that's an AEW hat. Okay. I, I showed it one time because everyone's like, oh, you really hate AEW. Now I'm like, motherfucker, look at the hat. This is AEW. Okay. I wouldn't be supporting and buying right. hats from them if I didn't like the company. And you know what, Chris? I'm sure it's $25 at AMC because they can, it's $25 for a seat. How many yeah. seats are in the theater? They probably spent 50 bucks and they're going to show it to 500 fucking people at 25 bucks a pop. And then you go in there and you buy popcorn. The popcorn's going to cost you another 25 and that mm-hmm. drink, another 25 Man, they charge Like, you I wish I had a movie theater. I'd spend, that, theater. I'd spend that 50 I'd show that shit, put it in every fucking theater, pack the house, and make a killing just off yeah. the profit. There was a theater in Staten Island that was going out of business. They started showing UFC pay-per-views, and now it's, like, one of the mm-hmm. most, like, flourishing theaters. They started <laughs> doing renovations and shit. Like, okay. yeah. People yeah. No lie, they put yeah. together a they put together a drive through about fi- or, or drive or like a drive in movie yeah. theater mm-hmm. like fifteen miles up the road from me, and one of the first things they showed was Double or Nothing. Wow! And I mean, I, I tried to get in. There were no spots. the The entire lot was packed as far mm-hmm. as the eye could see. That's awesome. And I'm sure it'll be that way again. Because places like that, literally, they can just be like, oh, 50 bucks on BR Live. Okay, put it on the projector. We'll charge 25 bucks a pop. That's yeah. fucking brilliant. <laughs> Ryan, like we always talk about Vince McMahon and business decisions. Movie theaters are killing it right now. Sex, <laughs> yeah. A wise man once told me that if you're running a sports team, for example, don't be swayed by the fans because when things go bad, you're going to be sitting in the stands with them. Amen. Wise words, wise words. Absolutely, that's genius level words right there. (laughs) Word. I'm gonna buy it. Ivan says I'm gonna buy it regardless. I love pro wrestling. Doesn't matter to me. Exactly. 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 Same here. There is there are so many things on this uh, on this particular card that just look like 
absolute fire in the making. <laughs> For sure. Like, we're finally getting a payoff to Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. Yep. Lord knows that shit escalated quickly once Jungle Boy came back. <laughs> That shit was escalating thing, for months. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that I'm really didn't make sense in the whole thing was Luchasaurus, and then he just kind of disappeared. Maybe we'll deal with that after the fact. Like, fucking pick a side, damn. Maybe you're he'll fucking, have a... You're fucking maybe he'll have a... Fact, maybe he'll play a factor in this match, but... I think but that's what's going to happen. Oh. Yeah. Besides that, this whole fucking thing has been gold. I mean, a Christian first being like the fill-in MJF, and then Jungle Boy comes back, and now all of a sudden he's a man, and he's cussing and, and wearing shirts saying Christian's a pussy and trying to hit him with his car like he's doing it for The Rock. Man, <laughs> I did it for The Rock. Jack Perry, Jack Perry has lost his fucking mind. <laughs> And I am here for it. I'm loving it. Uh, again, Mikey, this is some ECW type shit. <laughs> yeah. And see, that's why, like we were saying yesterday on the circle debate, this is the type of matchup where it better not start out with like the tie up. They better just go in there and start brawling. Dude, I mean, right shit, you, you're, you're talking about my dead dad and my mom and my family. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in there to fucking I'm put a wrist lock on you. Fucker, no. no. Yeah. no I'm right. there to cave your fucking skull. Exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised that this is not a no DQ. I thought for sure this is the type of matchup that would be me like too. a street fight oh, or something. Yeah. Me too. Uh, uh, I'm thinking they're going to be a little lax with the rules. Like the referees just could be like, all right, do whatever you want. I'm going to be over Someone's here. going through that uh, timekeeper's table. Oh, At shit. Least. Yeah. The thing, that, the thing that just had me cracking up was on Dynamite, somebody went through the timekeeper's table and then they replaced the table so that W. Morrissey could throw somebody <laughs> at it like 20 <laughs> minutes later. <laughs> And by the way, shout out to W. Morrissey for showing up on Dynamite. I thought that was pretty awesome. Stokely's getting the biggest white boy he can find. Yeah, he did. I'm the biggest tennis white boy in the land. Mm -hmm. I just hope they do something with the team. I hope this is going to get a payoff because, you know, we haven't seen Ethan Page since he went with Stokely. We haven't seen much of the ass boys since they went with Stokely. So it's like, let, let's see what the grand plan is going to be. And I hope that yeah. it's something big. Like, I think that they've been building it up enough that I wouldn't mind if they, like, ran in on a... You know, do you remember when they had, like, the Dark Order running on a main event in one of the early Dynamites? Yeah. I would do that with, I would do that with Stokely's team. Like, make an yeah. impact as soon as you guys are all, like, fully formed... Make an impact, take out a champion, do something because I feel like that's what you need to do. You've been building up to this. Oh shit! You can't Frank, go feuding with like homie? the fucking factory. <laughs> what's good, Frank? Tune into his latest episode with Braun Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Maybe he's got heat with me, but I'll still promote the shit. <laughs> Just from a man, Frank. Peter Peter called him Big Edge. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see him you know kind of getting opportunities and he looks amazing and things are going well for him because that man was struggling for a while and i know i can relate and and it's nice to see somebody bounce back and do well like that i hope he i hope he continues to succeed um yeah i like what he was doing in impact too he had a good run yeah he had yeah a damn good run in impact like damn good then separating and, himself from uh what's it formerly known as enzo like He's been able to do so much more, and his yeah. growth has been amazing. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. When you step away from that negative shit, like the good things happen, man. But you know what? Since we mentioned Impact, and, and I know Mike and I got a little bit of a chance to talk about it, you know, in prior shows, 
I want grandma's opinion on this. Talk to me about the Motor City machine guns showing up to tag up with Jay Lethal to take on the Pinnacle, FTR, and your homeboy. Well, Lord Lord. It's just going to be so, so good. It's going to be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I mean, yes, I know they didn't build it. I know maybe... Maybe they'll show up on Rampage tonight. The machine oh, guns showed up on I Rampage kinda, last I week. So I kind of like the the lack of build. I usually don't, but I kind of like the lack of build up because it's just like out of nowhere, Hitman kind of thing. You know, like <laughs> you're just here to handle business. Like we ain't yeah. here to these. You're just here for business. That's all. Yeah, I agree. Ron hates you and blocked me. Oh damn, son! I hope you're at least getting views on that interview. I. I didn't even think I said anything that harsh, man. Braun is starting to beef with the whole league. What the hell? Right? Really? I think we all could take him. I we, got one like, good, one we got like 20 good. podcasts with multiple <laughs> right. members. What's that? Like 80 people? We got this. We, I think we got a shot. Bro, I'm fucking, I'm too dumb to be scared. I'll fight a fucker by myself. <laughs> Wendy's little, he won't even see her. She'll just run up, dick punch, and then we all jump in. <laughs> Okay, she might have to uppercut Dick Punch with Braun, but but, but I'm saying she does that first because he can't see her, and then we all bum rush. <laughs> it works. Tying his legs together and shit. Exactly. I, I mean, why are they added to the card when other great wrestlers aren't? Because they have a history with Jay Lethal. Is the answer, and we all and if you're and if you watched Impact, if you watched ROH, if you if you've gone back through time, you already know that. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I said it on the leak show. I was just doing a review of I think it was Lockdown 2006, and mm-hmm. Team USA for the World X Cup was Jay Lethal, Alex Shelley, Chris Sabin, Sanjay Dutt, mm-hmm. which is funny because now all these years later, they're still a team. Full circle. Yes. Yep. And they can't use Satnam and Sanjay because Sanjay is no longer cleared to compete, and Satnam's not ready for the bright lights of a pay per view against Warblow. No, no, probably not yet. Probably not yeah. yet. So that would probably need, be a buy-in match. If they need happens. at least one, if not two other guys. So cue the machine guns who have a storied history with Jay Lethal. They all came up together, the four of them. Yeah. So why not put them back together? Why not give Impact a little shine? Were we, were we saying this about Mickey James when she showed up at the Royal Rumble? There's so many women in NXT, and shouldn't they put their, yeah. them on instead? No! We were like, holy shit, Mickey's coming back in hardcore country and blah, blah, blah. Where I lost now my it's, shape. oh, I wish they had someone from the roster. I don't care. Consistency. I'm I have a real, cool like... When Mickey showed up, I'm cool with this. I have, like, a real nerdy question. Oh, my goddamn... Because I, I was trying to think back, right? I think Alex Shelley may be the only guy in wrestling history who now is going to have a match in New Japan Pro Wrestling, TNA, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor, NXT, which is also WWE, AEW. Mm-hmm. Is there been anybody else who had a match in every single one of those companies? I was thinking maybe Sting, but Sting was never in uh, Ring of Honor. So it's like, has there no. ever been a guy who wrestled in Impact AEW, MLW, Ring of Honor, say, TNA. I was going to say Liger, but I don't think he wrestled in AEW. I don't think so. No, Liger was actually, he retired in 2019, mm-hmm. which is the same year that AEW started. So, yeah, so there's that. Because I was thinking about like that. If he was big at all out, for, was like, uh, that count? <laughs> that, that's a big accomplishment for that's Alex Shelley that no one's talking about. And, and all the major promotions today, he's been a part of. He yeah, had a match are, in MLW. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. 
He wrestled in GCW. Like everywhere. Yeah. Alex Shelley has been everywhere. He's like oh, he's where? the Johnny Cash of wrestling. He's like, mm-hmm. I've been to MLW, ECW, AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> I digress. Oh my Independent God. Epicenter wants to know what are our thoughts on AEW's build to all out. He he thinks it's the worst they have looked in a long time. I'm not saying it's great. I will say between a comeback from injuries and that sort of thing, and then B, it looks like AEW is finally starting to crack down on some of the long-standing issues in the locker room. Hence Thunder Rosa. Hence maybe why CM Punk got his ass whipped to begin with. These are all people who have had more than one reported issue backstage, or gone into business for themselves, or sandbagged, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So they're dealing with that. They're dealing with injuries. They're dealing with a lot of shit at once. And they're doing the best they can to put together a show where it's just like, okay, maybe it's not built properly. But when you look up and down the card, you're like, oh, shit, Jericho Danielson? You know, oh, shit, the machine guns are going to be there. The pinnacles getting back together. You know, you know, four-way women's match with four amazing women. Like, like. Even the they even went from the buy-in. They now they now converted to the zero hour, which I love. That's a nice little ROH shout yeah, out. I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing the best. This is this is literally the old cliche of like doing what I can with what I got. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there was some glaring like issues, that, but not. Like for instance, look at this show and and look at not burst next to me. Okay. We didn't build up that Mikey was coming on. We didn't promote it. We didn't do nothing. But when you show up and you see him, where you're like, oh, man, I wanted high This points. fuck. I already saw him three times this week with Wrestling DeLorean. He's been on every day with fucking Circle Debate. Now he's here. What the fuck is well, he doing? too damn bad. <laughs> we didn't build this. We just did it. And I think it's going pretty damn well. And that's where AEW is. Sometimes you get hit with something last minute or close enough to a pay-per-view. And remember, their pay-per-views have been a lot closer together than they have been in recent history. Mm-hmm. And to the people that have said, how come AEW doesn't run a show every month? This might be why. Because yeah, maybe they're just that. not capable of it yet. Maybe they don't know how to do it yet. Maybe they shouldn't be doing it. Because people complained about the build to Forbidden Door. They had the same, a lot of similar issues, if not worse, at the time. And the show still went off pretty well. Now people are complaining yeah. about All Out. It's still a pretty damn good good card, and it should, on paper, be a good show. Let's see what people say on Monday. Because, like you said, you know, a lot of people was complaining about Forbidden Door. And I had you on the next day, Dom, on Wrestling DeLorean, and it wasn't just us talking about it. The general consensus was Forbidden Door was a phenomenal show. So yeah. let's see what people say on Monday. Everyone likes to armchair quarterback until it's like, all right, let's have the show. Let's see how it plays out before we start judging the show. I do think that there's been some glaring issues with the backstage of AEW. It's very little that I could complain about with what's on camera. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't like the whole CM Punk, John Moxley two weeks before the pay-per-view. And then I feel like they yeah, could have took that, that time to build towards this match to make it even bigger instead mm-hmm. of like, oh, well, you know, a week before, like, or a couple days before, what's going to be the main event? Just we know yeah. it's going to be this match. So just build. I, like, I honestly yeah. didn't get that either. Uh, yeah. I, I'm chalking it up to that's CM Punk taking a spanking for some of the things that he said yeah. on national TV and some of the things that he did 
and then now we're just moving forward, course correction, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But, you know, that's what I mean. you say three months to build it, but those three months also had Forbidden Door in between and had, and we did get Brian Danielson back till what, three weeks ago? We didn't get I see him back like till three weeks ago, same two, three yeah. weeks ago. Kenny Omega till what, two, three weeks ago? So they have literally had two or three weeks to put this together. Mm-hmm. If it were three months, I might be that upset with. I might be right. I, I might be right there with you, man. Like they had all this time, but literally, they're booking guys that have been back for a matter of a couple of weeks. And for the In matches that, couple that... Of weeks, you know, look at uh, Danielson comes back, gets into this amazing feud with Garcia. Then Jericho gets in it. Now Garcia's in the middle, and yeah. they're having this match all out. That all happened in three weeks. What mm-hmm. else do you want? And then for the other <laughs> matches, right? There's been long builds that are going to reach a crescendo at the fucking pay-per-view. Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, we've been building that. It's not like Preach. it's not like we had no matches up until this week and they're like, oh, shit, we do have a pay-per-view this Sunday. We didn't announce nothing. There has I been things that have been built up But I thought us. they didn't tell stories in AEW. Am I right? No, they don't. They don't. They don't. This is PWG. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, I feel like and I'll tell you what, like, I feel like they tell stories. I feel like they need more. What could really make AEW better, in my opinion, is if there's more cliffhangers to the stories. I feel like if you have shows end on a storyline that makes you want to tune in next week, that would add to the product. But that's very small, and that could be easily fixed. I feel like there's very like few small issues with the on-air product. That maybe showing a video package of someone who's debuting or coming yeah. from another country – like just show a little quick that. clip, just say who this person is. But besides that, like there's not really that much of an issue with what's going on right now. Yeah. And the other part of it that we haven't even mentioned is they added a creative team like that hasn't been there as long as Tripp's been on the job. Yeah, yeah. So you say three months worth of build, but that's that three months is really hypothetical because we're talking about a matter of weeks. Yeah. So for what they had and for what they did, it came off pretty well. I feel like the only reason why people think that I'm like one of these WWE like fanboys now is I I don't have an issue with AEW itself. I have an issue with Tony Khan. Like I feel like a lot of the shit he's doing is very unprofessional. Um, it didn't have to take yeah. that long to have a fucking talent meeting to tell everybody that they could be communicating with him. Mm-hmm. You wait until all this like shit to like hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And then also I didn't like the media call. I, I talked about it on the circle debate last night. I really did not like the media call where he basically buried Thunder Rosa saying that who would you rather see CM Punk cut a promo or Thunder Rosa cut a promo basically. And I'm like, you don't got to say shit like that publicly. You know what I mean? I didn't like when he mm-hmm. said that shit about big swole, like, Oh, I fired her. Cause she's not a good wrestler in my opinion. Like he needs some nah. media training. You he can't be burying him. Doesn't he? Exactly. Right. Have, Tony. That's my only problem. Been, like he's very unprofessional. saying it and saying it and saying it. Tony Khan, shut the hell up mm-hmm. if you're not going to get training if you're not going to get anything up shut the hell mm-hmm. up not every thought needs to be a tweet okay <laughs> yeah and that's the thing I, I feel like he forgets that he's running a billion dollar company and there's a oh, lot of my. eyes on him a lot of media on him this mm-hmm. is this is what you get when you hang out with dana white because this is what dana white does with the ufc he talks shit about his okay, fighters true. you yes. know what i mean Dana White been talking shit about his fighters for as long as I've been watching the UFC, and that's been going back to like maybe like 04. So 
honestly, like, I feel like he needs to have a little bit more media training because why would I want to come work for a guy where if I make a mistake, I'm going to get shit talked to the media. Like, exactly. That's the only yeah. thing. Like, I feel like Tony Khan needs, he needs to just be the money man, have mm-hmm. someone answer the media questions, have someone running the show, but you mm-hmm. need to just be the money man. That's the only issue, but that's yeah. no issue with AEW. That's an issue with him personally. I think the product on on air, like I said, there's very small little issues that you just need to tighten the screws on, but mm-hmm. nothing that would make me like not watch the product. Yeah, agree. Now, see yeah. that that I agree with you wholeheartedly on Young Tony. He should learn from Triple H. Uh-huh. A lot of people could learn from Triple H. Let's be real. Yeah. At this point, Vince coulda. <laughs> <laughs> not to, but that's another story. That's a fact. Uh, I'm just saying they they ought to teach a class to everybody that owns a wrestling company like gameology. <laughs> Triple H needs to teach that class. First, uh, you gotta you keep gotta sound uh, happy. Uh, you gotta talk uh, like Captain uh, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Khan walks in. He's like, Khan. <laughs> What kills me is the forehead, just all the wrinkles. And no matter what, his face is relaxed, but it's still like me. I'm like, oh, man. But it's still just puckered. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. uh, Huey from LOG, he always says that Triple H lost his luster when he cut the hair. He said, I can't. That's not Triple H. He said, that's not the game to me. That's just the guy who's running the show. Triple H is long hair, spitting water. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where we don't hear or see him. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Yes. Just just every now and then Tony, just just stop. Not every thought. I run I don't even run a billion cent company and not every one of my thoughts ends up on social media. Yep. You could learn from a psycho. That's all I'm saying. But there are some there are some definitely interesting matches. We talked about a couple of them. The, bi- the the big thing that stands out to me, especially since they finally put it together, because this was literally booked last minute, was the number one contender casino ladder match. I mean, it's already it's already stocked with like yeah, just top notch talent. I mean, there's Claudio, there's Yuta, there's Penta, there's Ray, there's Ray Phoenix, there's Roosh, Andrade, mm-hmm. Dante Martin, and a Joker. Mm-hmm. And God damn it, if I don't think that Joker is MJF. Am I wrong? I know it. I know it. I feel it. I, feel I like had a question like, for Brucey. Who will be the Joker and why will it be MJF? <laughs> uh, I, it's MJF because he's the greatest. I think that um, Matt from Circle Debate last night pointed out something that was really interesting. If you look <laughs> at everybody in this matchup who is in this matchup, everyone is in a faction or has a teammate with them. You mm-hmm. have Willer Yuta with Claudio. You have Phoenix with Penta, Penta and, Phoenix. Yeah. and uh, Andrade. Andrade. And then Dante is the last one out. So I don't know. Um, I don't want it to be like no disrespect to oh, Darius God. Martin. I don't want. I was going to gonna be say, Darius what is Darius is the Joker? <laughs> I think that's going to fall flat. <laughs> like no disrespect yeah, like, to him. Talk about oh the Joker's here and it's Darius Martin. And it can't be Matt Seidel again unless they want to be. And it, if it's Matt Seidel again, you know, maybe to redeem no, it, please like, no. slip up. The last time he was the Joker. But you know Brucey is with, with Woman Waynes. I don't, we don't say the M word on the, <laughs> in my presence. 
I hate that bag of douche. I fucking... <laughs> if he offered to come on this show for free, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> so, I mean, I see in the chat, uh, Christopher said, I think Samoa Joe, Samoa that's good. Joe. Um, we brought up last night that he just wrapped up his, um, he was doing the voiceovers for Twisted Metal. So he just wrapped oh, yeah. up on that. Mm-hmm. He's the current Ring of Honor television champion. Sure. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe W. Morrissey, he just debuted. Yes. But just not Darius Martin. No, anybody but. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I do love the just all over me tonight. Huh? This man is just all over me in the chat tonight. I hate to disagree with Psycho, but MJF should not be the Joker. It would waste the, the story of my book. Okay, young Tony, let's think about this for a moment. Okay, all out is this weekend. When is Dynamite Grand Slam in New York? Three weeks from now? Give or take? Fair question, okay. What what better way to main event that show than have MJF become number one contender here and get his title shot there? That actually makes sense. That fucks with it. In a place where, as Brucey says, he is literally a god. I fucking love that he shows up and he insults them, but they're still like, we love you! And the like, poor people thing. That was the best. Bits. And they're like, yeah! And he's like, you poor people cool. in the cheap seats. Oh, you're yeah. poor, but you're beautiful. Woo! I love everything about that. Shit cracks me up to no end. Yeah. But I do love what Brian said. Imagine the blizzard of booze here in Chicago when MJF appears at All Out. I would, I'd fucking die laughing. That shit right? would be the fucking best. I don't know if it was an actual quote or if somebody was using it for clickbait for clickbait because I I didn't have time to look into it. But there was something that there was something that reported MJF said that he was going to give CM Punk his most embarrassing loss ever. He didn't say when. So maybe he's not the Joker. Maybe he interferes in this match and costs CM Punk in front of his hometown crowd. I don't know. I would rather it be the Joker if those are the options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not Darius Martin. No. <laughs> yes. No offense, Darius Martin. You're you're great, but but that's a little underwhelming. Yeah. And I just don't. I also don't want it to be a debut. Like I feel like enough people debuted. Let's focus on who's on the roster. Give them spots on the card before we debut more people on mm-hmm. AEW. At least announce the Ring of Honor show before you debut more talent. Yeah. Oh yeah. My God. I I get where you're coming from, but like. MJF wanted the title shot on his silver platter. They barely gave it to him. They gave it to him once, and he should have won, and he didn't. Mm -hmm. And he has not been close to it since. So, if they're not going to give it to him, why don't they just come back in the ladder match and take it? Now there's no one who could stop him from getting a title shot, because he earned it. Exactly. You can't stop me if I take it from you. If I go get what I want. Yeah. What I deserve what I for everything I said in the ring about how half the locker can't lace my boots and yep. you know all that bullshit. Why don't I just go out here, take my title shot, prove it, and go face whoever at Grand Slam? And then you do have like half the locker room in this matchup, so you can prove it against like beating six other men. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know about you, yeah. young Tody. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we talked a little bit about Ricky and Powerhouse Hobbs. I love the build to that. I absolutely Same. do. From the swerve to the the impassioned promo from Ricky, where he was screaming about Hobbs going after his damn neck. I was like, bro, when he got oh. so angry, 
he got so angry he almost cried. I was like, bro, that's fucking relatable. You're so angry you don't know what to do with it. So you're just like, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not, I'm not a punk bitch. I'm just angry. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm oh, no, I'm just mad. Those are those are. I'm I'm angry, so I'm squinting and I'm tearing, but I'm not gonna cry. They're gonna pull a uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. from Boys in the Hood and start punching the air. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? I, I gotta I gotta give it to him. You know, again, we were talking about how they only had so much time. The the quick build to the booking of Kip Sabian and Pac. I know it's a I know it's a zero hour match. I don't care. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I, I, I thought it was great. I think it's great that Kip finally took the fucking cardboard box off. It's, it's been like time. a year and a half. It's a, good way, it's a good way to bring him back. I thought it was so stupid though that when he attacked Pac, Excalibur was like, Oh, we all knew it was Kip Sabian. Well, how come no one ever mentioned it for like the last two years when he's sitting in the front row? No one yeah. ever mentions him. Like all of a sudden, oh, we all knew it was him. Like, no, we knew because we're like on the internet and we know this shit. But yeah, exactly. a fan who tunes in for the first time is not like, oh, that's Kip Sabian with the box on his head. Skipping back to the smack, apparently both Seamus and Gunther are getting vicious before classes. Yes, it has been the castle. Brutal. It's been a oh, very man. brutal match. I got Thank you that. for the update, David. Keep us posted. <laughs> We appreciate you, my friend. If you if you follow him on the Insta, you fucking know it's him. His fucking profile picture is him in the box. Yeah, pictures of him in the box. In the box. To a live show and you spot him. He's in the box. In the box. You were at a live show and you spotted him. And I spotted him. He was in the box. Just like, and I was like, and so yeah, that was my. She sent us a picture of it. I wish. That was like awesome. Sabian encounter. I was like, "Holy shit!" And I she wanted, like, "Holy to shit!" It's Kip Sabian. It's Kip Sabian. He's still in the box. <laughs> I to lose my mind, but I was like, "Be cool, be cool, honey bunny, be cool." Yeah, so I mean, looking at some of the stuff, I know it's a short build, but like, even the even the short story with with Swerve and our glory and the acclaimed and and then the acclaimed saying that they're you know it's the best tag team in AEW versus the best homegrown tag team in AEW hit a lot of chords. Ooh, Everybody yeah. talks about homegrown talent and WWE guys. Why not use it on TV? <laughs> I, I love how they're going more towards a reality-based product. Where, mm-hmm. and that's not to quote Vince Russo, but no, like, I just do. No, like bro. How, I like how they they take um, what people are talking about online, and like the criticisms, and they have it play out on TV. Because when you see that happening, when you see someone say that, or you hear somebody say that. You're going to be like, oh, shit, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, this match makes sense. So I think it definitely makes sense. I love that they're adding reality to this. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. No, I, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. You know, because that's the thing. Uh, let, let's let's just be honest for a minute. Reality reality in wrestling, I know Vince Russo likes to take credit for it, but that was more of a Paul Heyman thing. Yeah. And Vince Russo, that son of a bitch. And I had him on my show. I love Vince Russo. But the thing is, that son of a bitch had the nerve on my show to say, I didn't even watch ECW, bro. So I didn't take uh, ideas from ECW. Because I asked him, how much did ECW Lion, influence his his uh, show? Or writing uh, Raw. And he said, oh, no. You think writing for WWE, I had the time to watch ECW? Bro, no, I was more influenced brought... by Jerry Springer, bro. I okay, like, time out, time out. They brought ECW talent onto Raw that you were writing. You saw. Yeah, <laughs> you mean, had no choice but to see. Yeah. You had Stone Cold being crucified, but no, nah, you didn't see Raven do it first. No, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. It was Bro, all original. 
It was all, every last bit of it was just original Vinny Russo. I'm bruh, sure. Bruh. I'm too busy saying bra after every bra, other bra word. Bra, 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 bra. It's funny because I think that he hated being interviewed by me because Good. I, I called him out on so many shit. Like, I, if you Good. see the ending of it, I was like, my final question is you, I know the beef between you and Jim Cornette, but. What separates you guys from having the same mentality when it comes to mm. wrestling? He was like, "Didn't I say that on the show, bro? Uh, I, I, he's just old school, bro. He wants the '70s back. I just want reality in wrestling." And I was like, eh, "So he wants the '90s back? Shit. Big yeah, fucking like, difference." Put <laughs> me in the middle. Bring back the '80s. Jim Cornette has a bigger <laughs> vocabulary. That's the only fucking difference, bro. Yeah. That really is the difference, though. <laughs> That and Jim Cornette had a longer career in the business. And Jim Cornette was not WCW champion. <laughs> that too. That's it. That's <laughs> That's true. Those differences. But yeah, but I mean and, and in the same. Honestly, it do we even do we even need to elaborate on the dragon is taking on Lionheart? Like I, like, I only have one issue and, with that. And Danny Garcia is gonna be on a pole in a custody match. <laughs> <laughs> Shark cage again. I, I'm shark not, cage. Oh, please no. <laughs> Sorry. Not not to nitpick at it. My only thing is, if we're going to be getting Lionheart Chris Jericho again, I wish he wasn't Lionheart against John Moxley. I would have rathered him bring back mm. the Lionheart gimmick for yeah. this because it would have been a lot more special if we didn't just see it. You know what makes me mad about the whole thing? He's a he's he's yes he's trying to be Lionheart again, right? And talking about Stu Hart's dungeon and all that. Take that for what you will. And then he's running around calling himself a sports entertainer. Blasphemy! One of these things just doesn't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> annoying. That's what pisses me off. Yeah, that's blasphemy. It really is. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, ECW, WCW, he was not a sports entertainer. He went to WWE. He was not Lionheart. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden he's a sports entertainer calling himself that and talking about the dungeon. Stop. <laughs> it's like a vegetarian eating a steak. Edgy oh, I don't eat bros. beef. Bro. I don't eat beef. <laughs> edgy is, to Vince Russo, Edgy is bros wearing t shirts with the name Sports Extreme on. <laughs> and that actually happened. CNA yeah, that years. was the thing. DNA yeah, Asylum, his, that happened. His faction was called Sex. Ooh. It was called Sex. Yeah. Oh my God. How original. Was oh, Cock man. not available or just could you not figure out an acronym? I guess not. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Again, I have to sit here and talk about this man in 2022, and that pains me too. So we're going to move on. <laughs> I, I just, I'm sorry. I brought it up. I brought it up. No, no, Not no, no. <laughs> it was cool because like Bruce brought it up two weeks ago, and then last week he brought a bitch off, and I'm like, dude, why are we talking about these you people? You know, fucking Vince Russo and Jim Cornette are like the fucking herpes of wrestling. You think they're gone, and all of a sudden you get a fucking flare up, and you're like, it's forever. Man, like, God damn it again. I took the medicine and everything. Why is it back? <laughs> so, let's let's discuss this whole women's title thing since we got we got another interim going on. Are are we are we over the interim thing? Should they just be stripping champions, or you think this is the way to go? And then who do you think the interim champions should be? I see Wendy talking, so I'm gonna let Mikey go first. 
Sorry, I'm I, yelling at the cats. Yell at the cats, please. <laughs> Take your time. I'm I'm done with the whole interim titles and hmm. I'm I'm more of like just just if somebody can't defend the title because of an injury, they shouldn't be holding on to the title. Like I, I understand you want to go with the UFC style and MMA style of if a fighter cannot defend the title, then you have a match for the interim title. But this is not the UFC. This is professional mm-hmm. wrestling. You know what I mean? And I mean, the, how many more unification matches are you going to have in AW? I, I feel here's like the thing though. Here's the thing about this one in particular. It feels this one feels and and looks from what I know allegedly that Thunder Rosa was stripped of this title because of her it, her issues, her actions, the, the things that had piled was, up while holding the title. I just heard that today for the first time. I was listening to Conan's podcast, and he said, I don't think Thunder Rosa's injured. I think she's being punished. And yeah. I was like, wow, I didn't even now, think of that. If she's being punished for... Did she a statement, though, about being injured? No. Her agent put out a statement saying she's going to be off like social media and if you see this without something saying that like she has a lot of back pain and like the doctors are worried because she's having numbness oh that came out first and then her agent came out with a statement later on her social media accounts mm-hmm. that's how the timeline went okay so my my thing is this if somebody is injured like a cm punk or even if it's, I know they did an interim thing when Cody got COVID and then they came back with it a few weeks later. If it's something like that, I'm okay with it. But if you're stripping someone of the title because they had issues while holding that title, they should not be considered your champion. If that's the case here, and, and I'm saying this, and I love Thunder Rosa. I love that woman. I, I loved her at NWA. I loved her at Lucha Underground when she wasn't even Thunder fucking Rosa. If she had that many issues and you're taking this belt from her because of it, she shouldn't be getting it back or walking in with it. There's many chances for her to lose the title because these issues are stemming back a couple months now. She's Mm -hmm. had many title matches since then and successfully defended them every single time. So it's really confusing. You know what? That makes a lot of sense too, Chris. Three words, defend or vacate. Lord knows vacant has more titles than Ric Flair. Mm -hmm. He's a legend. Goddamn Hall, he's a goddamn twenty-time Hall of Fame. Admirable man. <laughs> he's held every title there is to hold in every fucking promotion, even the Indies. <laughs> Pretty much, hardest uh, man in the business. Wendy, what do you what do you think of this interim situation with Thunder Rosa specifically? Um, in a general sense, I'm over this whole interim thing. It's it's stale like it, it immediately got stale it's like like i understand it you know the first time but at this point it's gotten to be too much with thunder rosa there's so much like maybe it's this maybe it's that i i'm trying to read between the lines and maybe it's a mix of things like maybe the timing of her injury and the timing of her punishment if you're punishing her you should have done it sooner just saying you know but apparently tony khan just got a backbone like two weeks ago when he had a talent meeting so maybe now he's like oh now I'm going to stand child. up for my company. It's like you, know you have an unruly child and you let it go on for years. And then finally you're like, you know what? You know what, Timmy? You're going in timeout now that you're 10 for that thing you did when you were five years old. No, you, know what you know what I'm willing to put money on that it is? These guys like Pat Buck and QT and all these people that he brought in to be his creative team sat down with him and said, listen, you've let this go on for way too long. And it's not oh, getting really any better. Getting out we of need to do something about this now. Mm-hmm. 
and he and and maybe maybe Tony listened because maybe that's why he he brought them in in the fucking first place. Yeah. He's finally listening, but it feels like it's a little bit late. Like that's what I'm it saying. Is. That's what I'm saying. If I were if I were in that position and he comes to me all like, oh well, you know, we have to punish you, I'd be like, ha, lols, fuck off. I don't give a shit. I don't respect this shit. Get the fuck out of my face. It, believe me, you I know. know. It's late. But at this point, I'm a literal shit on your desk while I'm at it. And then literally shit on his desk. <laughs> okay, and be like, she's not, not she's not Randy Orton, for Christ's sake. <laughs> she didn't cause that many problems. And you just Let's had not... Taco Bell too. So Right? So enjoy oh, my fiery yeah, you... butter. Enjoy no, my spicy want... purple sauce there. Have fun. <laughs> now I'm now I'm afraid to say the wrong thing because she's gonna come shit on my desk and she knows where I live. But but I mean, she's not Randy Orton. Let's let's just clarify that. Randy did a lot worse than Thunder Rosa ever will. So so, and Randy did shit on the desk. I don't know. No, Thunder's too classy. My point, is, my point is, like your point it is, like, it feels like it's not necessarily too little, too late, but it is too fucking late. At this point, it should just be like moving forward. This is going to be, you know, there will be consequences for our actions. You know, right. looking backwards, yeah. we will be having chats with these people and letting them know your actions are unacceptable. And from here on out, should there be a repetition of this stuff, there will be consequences. But yeah. punishing me today for something I did last year, fuck out of my face. I hear you. I can see that too. But it, yeah, it, I'm, it, it. I, I'm more, I'm more under the opinion of like this is equivalent to a late period. It's like, oh, better late than never. <laughs> but I mean. I understand where Wendy's coming from. Like, if I do, say, I do. say, say I had an incident where, like, you know, maybe I stiffed a wrestler like four months ago, and now all of a sudden, like, you grow a backbone and you're like, hey, this is unacceptable. You're going to be sitting down. You're not going to, you're going to miss this pay per view. It's like, all right, but you know, the last couple months I've been, you know, good. I nothing happened in the last couple months. So why now would you punish me? Yep. It's, it's, right. I don't know. So, fuck out of my face with it. Unless so, he's really injured. Know. Unless it's, Truly an injury. I mean, it could be. One. Again, you know, you, you hear these things and you think, fuck these dirt sheets. But if it is true, then maybe it's it, you need more than an interim champion. Maybe it's just like, you know what? You can get this back when you learned. Yeah. But when it comes, at least they got a match with like four amazing fucking women in it. I mean, it's going to be a good match. Two of them are former AEW women's champions. And then you have Tony Storm, and we all know. And, and, Damn it, I love that Jamie Hayter is in this match. I have loved Jamie Hayter since ECW showed up on, like, BR Live before networks and everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she showed up with B, with B Priestley, and I was like, oh, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> and I've been a fan of hers ever since. So uh, I think it's great that she's at least getting the opportunity. But which one of these four women do you think they should put this, I guess, interim championship on you know, in Thunder Rose's absence? Like, do we see somebody like Britt or Sheeta getting a second run, or do we go with somebody new? Um, I personally would put it on Jamie Hayter. I like that. Because then you could build a story with Britt Baker thinks that, you know, oh, well, Jamie Hayter's under me. You give me the title, and then it could break off Jamie Hayter. Like, I ain't giving you shit. Start a feud between them. Yeah. It'd be like the female, it'd yeah. be like the female version of Wardlow and MJF. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you see lately, like every time she does like the DMD, like you just see Jamie Hader like standing off to the side, like she's not involved with it. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, like... could, I could see this becoming. It, a thing. Times where she'll do like a like a snarky eye roll to Brit or something, yeah. or like you know, like some little thing like that. That's yeah, actually a Brian good agrees. idea. I like that. It's I a think, great idea. I think I the go to people are going to think it's going to be given to Tony Storm, but yeah, that's yeah. Like, I feel like if you want to shake shit up a little bit. That's got to be the popular opinion because she was the number one contender and had a title match and all that. Yeah, I would love to see Hater though. I personally, well, I, I, nothing against Tony. It's just it ain't your time. <laughs> I think this could lead into, like you said, the story and you know uh-huh. building another star for that division if they ever decide to do anything with the division, which would be nice. Mm-hmm. And. You know, Tony getting it is just, hey, I'm another WWE guy. You know, like, <laughs> oh yes. I mean, at yeah. that point, if if if, it's, if you're going to do that, you might as well just give it back to Britt and be like, okay, run with it, boo boo. And see, that's what I don't want. I don't want to like always feel like we have to go back to Britt because Britt's no. like the most popular and stuff. Like, I would rather I mean, it be someone new. I don't want Britt to be the next Charlotte. Let's put at it this that point, way. Britt yeah. doesn't really need a title though. Like, you know, no. <clears throat> No, Britt is, Brit is running that division from where she is right now. Yeah. She doesn't need a championship. She might have needed it at the start of all this, but once she had that deep run and she, you know, grew, it's like, no, you're established. We no, are, yeah, she's a draw good. herself. She doesn't need the title she to be a draw. She doesn't need title now. Yeah. Absolutely. Wendy, do you have a, differ, a differing opinion on who should hold this title after all out? Or are you... I mean, if we don't want to go with the usual suspects... Are you a hater? Sheena and Britt Baker... <laughs> If it's between Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter, I have to agree. I want to see it on Jamie Hayter. And I would like to see where they take that and, and how they build that story between her and Britt and where they take that as well. Tony Storm, if she were still with Thunder Rosa and if it was like between them two, that would be interesting. But it's just Tony. It's it's, it's Tony. It's like, eh. Yeah. yeah. And and my wife will probably knee me in the face if I don't say this. She wants Sheeta to win that belt so badly and <laughs> and be Sheeta two belts. I loves that woman to death. Like uh, Wendy knows this. She went and got the the Sheeta versus what is it, Cammy or whatever Cammy, Street yeah. Fighter like T shirt. I had to pay a fortune for it because she had to <laughs> fucking have it. <laughs> I don't even know what so, the fuck I, I know it. she's in that boat. I'm not. But I had to get that out there or else she might hurt me and I don't feel like it. I'm, she will. She will. It, and I'm not going to get the, that. I'm just going to be sad. I don't need this back. nose broken <laughs> again. I don't know if you noticed, but it, it, it has been all over my face. <laughs> so I don't need it anymore. I'm good. <laughs> and and of course, it. I don't care if we don't know who the opponent is until after Rampage. I don't care if he's 100%. I don't care if they made trios titles when they already had them with ROH. Kenny is back, the elite are whole, and I am in. <laughs> yeah, me too. I know it's probably, uh, I know a lot of people are, are, are talking about best friends, but I got a feeling Dark Order is going to be that final opponent. Yeah. Who do you guys say? You think best friends will end up facing them in the finals or Dark Order and Hangman? I think. <laughs> Dark Order is not only going to win tonight. I think they're going to win the whole tournament. You think they're going to win the that. whole they thing? Because I see Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and maybe Bobby Fish for one more month. I yep. can see them screwing over the elite and then like but them hot shotting. Expired. 
but guess Sorry, what? You, you got you got Adam Cole and you have Kyle O'Reilly until 2027. So they're here for the long run, right? So you could have this match up at least one time. You know, maybe at Grand Slam, hmm. you you do the matchup. But I feel like what would be more impactful: the undisputed elite screwing over the elite and having them lose the tournament, or just oh, attacking yeah. after they win the the titles. You know what might be more impactful? Here's what I have. Okay. Okay. I have Hangman and Dark Order winning tonight. I have Hangman screwing Dark Order and joining the Elite at all going, out. Oh, and the Elite good. goes heel again. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I like that. I they're always like together. They're heels. They got the trios titles. Hangman maybe gets back into the title picture eventually once that straightens itself out. I I always like the heel Kenny Omega more than a babyface Kenny Omega. Yeah, because oh, again. Always. Oh, yeah, me too. Because, again, unlike the bloodline, they realize this is getting stale. We're going to drop back for a while. We're going to heal up. Now that they're back, maybe they bring in Hangman. They win the trios titles. Hangman gets help, wins the AEW title back. And now, all of a sudden, the Elite is a big deal for the first time since, what, a year, year and a half? (laughs) Yeah. Five ever. Exactly. Maybe six. See, that is exciting. Having Having the same thing for two plus fucking years. Yep. What did Roman call it? It's like missionary position every fucking time for two goddamn years. Yeah, I enjoy it, but can we have anything else? I am bored, okay? (laughs) I am bored and I've done all the work. Entertain me. Do as I demand. It is amazing that I can use that man's words against him. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, I, I can see that happen. Grandma, what do you what do you think happens between tonight? Like, who goes on to face the elite, and then who wins the trio titles? Um, I want it to be Dark Order because I do want to see Paige and the Bucks in the ring. Um, I do want there to be a moment where it's like, oh man, who do I pick? My old friends or my new friends? Uh, uh, what do I do? But from there, I'm conflicted on where do I want it to go. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, I mean, that, that there is cause for confliction in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know you are an OG Dark Order mark. Yeah, I do love me some. I do love <laughs> you me were some the one people. running around putting up the flyers and throwing up the hand yep. before anybody well, else. So I understand that conflict. I really do. I'll, 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 let you, I'll let you end on that. That's fine. That's good. I'm trying to see. Of course, we have the House of Black versus Darby, Sting, and Miro. And I think at this point, they Darby, Sting, and Miro have to win, or else what the fuck was the point? Especially, what was the, what the fuck was the point of having Sting come back on Dynamite with his full face paint and not the mist eye, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's the only one who wasn't affected by the mist. You know why? Because he's Sting. Well, Sting. Miro wasn't. Well, Miro had to wear sunglasses that one week. <laughs> The only reason I see um, House of Black not winning it is so that, oh, fucking cat, um, Malachi Black could take like a mental health break. Because there's all mm. that stuff of like him wanting out, but yeah. him being talked out of wanting out and basically being like, I need to step away. Yeah. I mean, if you're having, if you're having mental health issues, that's something you need to deal with and <laughs> fuck yeah. coming out here and trying to ma- and trying to entertain me. I know I just went on the whole big missionary rant. This is different. 
It's this not is, like this man this is, is just doing AEW. I, I literally just saw him at the House of Glory show when yeah. he put on a banger at House of Glory. He's he's wrestling yeah. in Indies. He's doing like a lot. Yeah. And the burnout is real, man. Like you reach a point where you're like, fuck. Oh no. I don't know what the hell just happened, guys. I'm sorry. That's all good. Um I was just about to say, I, I can't sit here at a place where we talk about mental health issues with a Facebook group where we have a mental health Monday for our members. I can't I can't do that and make it out like wrestling is a bigger deal. It isn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It never has been, it never will be. Get your get your shit together, come back, and if you're and if you're good, do what you do and entertain the masses. Until then, I wish you nothing but I, I wish you nothing but the best of luck, homie. Yeah, thousand percent, bro. Yeah, I mean, we I either all suffer from or no, or have loved ones or know someone that has some sort of mental health issue. Mm-hmm. And how many of those how many, people? How many of us are like fucking medicated for our shit? <laughs> I'm like the only one that isn't because you you can't fix psycho. But but that's a whole other story. Um, but maybe I'll tell that off air if we have time. But the, the 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 point being, like, how many of those people, loved ones, and stuff with mental health issues, do you look at and say, "Oh, well, you'll be fine. Go do your fucking job." None. Exactly. I'm not going to treat Malachi Black any different. I'm not saying I love the man <laughs> or I know him, but it's called human. It's called human goddamn decency. Mm-hmm. If you got the issue, go work it out. Then come back. Then be you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure Brody and Buddy will be fine without you for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can honestly see them winning the tag titles if, if we're if we're just being legit. Yeah. Sure. I mean, could you imagine yeah. like Brody King and Wardlow for the TNT title? That would be. Don't, don't get me excited. <laughs> exactly. So there are there are plenty of things you can do in the meantime while this guy gets his shit together. It does not need to be all three of them. It does not need to be about Malachi. It People... needs to be about. This man getting the help that he needs and mm-hmm. getting on track. People see him on TV and they forget that he's a human being. You know, he's just okay. like all of us, like you said. So for sure, like, you know, even not just like loved ones, like ourselves, like just burnout in general. Like yeah. there's there's times where you just need to take a step back and just focus on you. And mm-hmm. if he's at that point, don't force him to stay on the show. Like, don't force him to do anything he doesn't want to do. Let him because yeah. if you have burnout or if you're just like your mindset's not in it and you're forced to continue doing it, then you're not helping anybody. You're not helping yourself. You're not helping anybody. So you got to just focus on you. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? I I think it's been a great show. I think that is a great point to end it on right there. Yeah. Sure. We'll just end it on some non-wrestling shit. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank everybody. And God, I do mean everybody that showed up. And blew up this live chat. It was it was amazing. It was ridiculous. We are so happy to be here on the Rewind Wrestling Network and to see our family coming yep. coming over from a Fox Den John to here and subscribing to this channel and tuning in like you always have. Yep. Told Teddy his money was well spent. Y'all are fucking prov- proving it mm-hmm. right now today. We are happy to be here. We are happy to have had Mikey here with us. Yep. We, you are welcome back. Whenever the hell you want to come, my friend. Like, Thank so you. You are like Thank the you. honorary fourth member. I know you're I already a part that. of like 
19 podcasts. Let this be <laughs> only 19. <laughs> only, only this is the hardest working man in wrestling podcasting. Yeah. No lie. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. And I always He's have to so go much do another live stream after this. Yeah, in less than an hour. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm gonna give Mikey the floor first. Please let everybody know about the live stream, let everybody know where they can find you, and then we'll we'll wrap our shit up. Well, definitely so. Wrestling DeLorean podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, live on the Circle of Debate YouTube channel. Um, Circle of Debate, we go live every Tuesday for the New Japan show, every Thursday for the flagship show, and we have Top 5 every Friday, which will be going live about uh, in about 55 minutes. So make sure yeah. you go to Circle of Debate, subscribe, a lot of great content there. Catch me on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod and on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod and on all social media is Circle of Debate. Cop some merchandise from threefallsbrand.com. Not just wrestling DeLorean merchandise, but they have really cool, like, rock and wrestling wrestling merchandise. Yeah. This Papa Shango shirt. It's uh, supposed to be in the, I guess, like, design of a Danzig um, album yeah. cover. Yeah, so they do a lot of, like, rock and wrestling the fusion. One, the one I liked was, like, the Misfits and somebody. I can't remember who the fuck it was now. Yeah, now they have... Mainly because uh, I've had a four-pack of Broken Skulls, but so I can't remember, but <laughs> damn, it was dope. <laughs> they they now have new shirts for Jushin Liger, Great Muda, a lot of cool stuff. So definitely check out threefallsbrand.com, Circle Debate. And once again, I always have fun working with you guys. I'm always available whenever you need. Just let me know and I'll make time because I love coming on here. We love having you, bro. Thank you so Thank much. You. Um, Thank you for coming. Thank you. I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to throw a curveball, but I don't just know. Put page in the table. They just did what? They put Adam Page through a table. Oh, like they caught him. I thought you said Page. I was like, like whoa, whoa. caught him. And oh, I thought, like, yeah, I thought you. Page, put him right through it. Mm. And then Trent picked up a bottle of water that someone threw at him. And he's just like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of okay. thirsty. Thanks. She's a little distracted. So now I'm not sure, but I'm still going to. Oh, Wendy. I even we... took my Adderall this morning. It's all good. We love you no matter how distracted you are. Would Correct you be ADHD. willing to tell the people where they can find us on social media? Or since I can try, but I can't remember that shit, and I don't have the ticker to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm honest. Uh, I know you can yes. find me on Facebook in two places. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's yeah. a group, which is Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Oh, of course. Um, there you can find like our threads. Like Right now we have the Rampage thread going. You can find mm-hmm. our prediction forums like this weekend's um, Weekend of Wrestling Mega Farm. Check it out. Yes, uh, we have a prediction form for every pay-per-view. You Tides can pick on one the, or the all. Prediction form. Let me fill you in on the prediction form. So there are options to do either just WWE events or just AEW. But if you want to do all of them, you are going to have to do two entries, unfortunately, because I couldn't figure out how to do just one big entry. Sorry about that. Sucks, but it is what it is. And then Damn I'll just Google. like merge your stuff together um what else do we have on that well on the facebook's you find us everything and we also have a page for the podcast that is actually now you can find all our podcast related posts on the one and only rewind wrestling network okay what he said facebook that's w-r-e w-i-n-d p-o-d c-a-s-t what uh what and he does it better than me but <laughs> and then on the twitters you can find us as um where's my cheat sheet 
<laughs> a minute. You can find us as Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Uh, huh? Top Rope WT. Yes, Top Rope WT. Yes, that's what it is. At Top Rope WT. Um, and you got to know the Instagram. There. And then All this beautiful Insta, stuff. The Insta, you can find us on this long ass for no award reason. Winning. Here my here. It's award PWI award winning uh Instagram for worst handle ever. And Bruce would typically blame me for it, but he's not here to blame me. So I'm gonna blame me. Um <laughs> I did it. It was me all along. Top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk. Ta-da. Um, there the you worst, can find the worst, the worst, the absolute <laughs> fucking worst. So you can find all of our Insta shit there, reels and whatnot. Um, maybe we'll start abusing it a little bit more. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how he feels about things. And those are our social medias. Dumb. <laughs> Sorry. I point willy nilly. There you are. <laughs> where eight. where can they find the podcast audio and visuals? Well, from now on, you can find the podcast wherever you can listen to the Rewind Wrestling Network. They're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, a bunch of other stuff, including Amazon. There's a link tree that that is in the description of this and will be in the description of our podcast. Okay. Follow the Rewind Wrestling Network link tree. You will see all of their audio platforms, all of our combined social medias. Make sure you subscribe, follow, share, like comment listen to the podcast we get a penny every time you do and we have been making these people some money so let's keep and that makes us money <laughs> <laughs> so let so keep making us money god damn it follow those podcast platforms listen to us on the rewind wrestling network give us a little bit of money to at least put some gas in our tanks so i can get to wrestlemania 40 in philly <laughs> And, I mean, oh, you, drive, oh. you drive a big car, so you definitely need that gas money. No, I got a little car now. It gets, like to mine shit. it gets like 37, 38 miles to the gallon. I'm dope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and, and of course, the only thing you won't find on the link tree, for some reason, and I still got to talk to Teddy about this, is our merch page. We are having a Labor Day sale. I forget what I forget what it is, but if you go to trwtmerch.threadless.com, yeah, I know, four pack of broken skulls, forgive me. trwtmerch.threadless.com, you will see all our logos. You will see a vast amount of options. I mean, literally anything you can think of we have for men, women, children, toiletries, uh, school supplies. You getting your kid ready for back to school? Get him a top rope notebook. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get him a notebook. <laughs> that's awesome. Get him a little tote bag. Put a little t-shirt yeah. on them. You you got an older kid and you need something to cover his iPhone? Get a top rope iPhone case. <laughs> you got a kid going away to college? Get him a top rope shower curtain. And a blanket and a throw pillow and a and a towel. <laughs> Get, him all. Get him everything. Get him everything. Isn't Send him away well equipped. Here's some leggings while you're there. <laughs> all on all. sale until after Labor Day. So go to trwtmerch.threadless.com and get yours today. That's about all we have, but of course, before we go, Wendy, stay fresh, cheese bags. There it is. Enjoy wrestling. If it's not your cup of tea, let somebody else drink it. Goodbye, ma, and good night. Deuces, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>